Hey Anchor, it's Tasha, just uh, doing some cutouts for my button making press. And today was a depression day. Um, I've been pretty upward lately and I guess it all just came crashing down. So my partner told me to take a shower and I did that and I spent the evening with my friends Shirley and her kitty Lisa Raccoon, which was really nice. Uh, they came over for a little while, and now I am making buttons. Well, I'm making magnets out of drawings that Quinn used to. I'm making. Wow, come on, brain. I am making magnets out of a drawing that Quinn gave me once upon a time. And it's bringing up a lot of memories. I miss Quinn a lot. Uh, that'll never go away. It's not something that I've ever gotten over. And everything just feels kind of sad today. But I hear that life is suffering. And so therefore, suffer with me. I tried listening to my partner's radio show. Um, they do The Two Princes once a week. It's... Uh, Micah and Snarky, which is really cool, but it just kept replaying the same thing, so yeah, I gave up on that, but now I have this amazing little three set of pins, which is me and Quinn and a snake. Um, once upon a time, Quinn drew me a picture of a pizza hotline box, and she wanted to make the pizza hotline box into a thing for um I'm pretty sure it was Salsa Doom and so anyway Quinn handed me this drawing and it was instructions on how to do what Quinn wanted and something that I've been carrying around with me for now but now it's a three-piece pins uh magnet set which is so cool and it worked perfectly I still look the exact same, which is amazing, <laughs> but yeah, um, my library books are due tomorrow. That's the kind of life I have now. I'm a library book girl or non-gendered entity, whichever you prefer. I'm still finding myself. Um, it's one of those things, I guess you're always finding yourself and... You just make magic sometimes. Sometimes you don't make magic. Sometimes the magic makes you. Sometimes you lose everybody you love and you just have to keep going. And that's kind of where I'm at. I transitioned between new friendships yet again because people just don't see you. And their inner worlds to pick them in a certain type of narrative and no matter what you say they don't believe you so yeah here we are building a new life with people that I love very much because you know me I just love everything so very much and it seems like I've misplaced the magnet chunk of my press here which is unfortunate because I definitely need that piece it's 
to make these buttons and I don't seem to have a replacement piece. This one is here. So where's the other one? Where did it saunter off to? What a travesty. Oh well, I guess it couldn't have gotten too far, but I'll be surprised if the pin press works without it. So I've done many things in my 32 years on this planet, surprisingly, because I always was like, no, I'm worthless. I'm not going to do anything with my life. But it turns out I've done a lot with my life. And I'm very proud of that. What did I do this year? So much. I found, I found myself in a different way than I used to have myself because all we were before was just some pretty intense depression. Thankfully, depression has its ebbs and flows and you know, you can get out of your head and get out of your bed and do stuff. It's always, it's always nice to do stuff. My library books are needing to be renewed tomorrow, so I guess I should find those and get those things in my backpack. Because, like, wow, that's an exciting aspect of my day. Woo, woo. I found one of them. And, uh, I don't know, I guess part of me just wanted to be the woman who was amazing. And my brain is like, no, you're not amazing. And then you have to fight all that darkness that lives inside of you to be like, no, I'm amazing. I am amazing whether I'm alone or not. And uh, it's hard. But if you're lucky, you get through it. Suicide's never the answer. Unlike my dad, who decided that suicide was the answer. And at 31, 30, I guess I was, not quite 30. It was the hardest thing that I had yet to experience and it still sits pretty heavy. And I don't know if it's ever gonna go away, but it's just part of my experience now and um so yeah I have one library book yay I've have two more somewhere not sure where they've gone off to they're taking a vacation somewhere yesterday I decided to pull out some of the songs that I wanted to record out of my book and realize that these things don't need to stay in the book they're not being looked at if they're in the book. Where else can they be? And so, yeah, that's that. I need a bunch of buttons and pins. Am I ever gonna sell these buttons and pins? Well, only time will tell, but so far, so far I have not sold the buttons and pins. What's the point of having a, uh, talk show that nobody listens to well firstly you can say anything that makes you feel better about yourself no I'm just kidding don't do that 
Okay, so there's the book of, oh, kitty, kitty's running through my house. There's the book of the one indigenous guy, Mont, Mont, Mont or whatever his name is. Where are you, book? Hello, Mr. Book. Hi, Amber. Don't, don't trust you. That's one of Snarky's favorite things to say. Morisu, where are you, sir? Anyway, I think it's down here. Actually, it's right here. Found it. Okay, so that's one, two, and three. That's all I had because I returned the other one. Maybe I can finish this book right now, right here. Life as it really is by Witty Ahimera. It will help if you are white, blue-eyed, blonde, cute, with a nice butt. If you are a woman, you will simply need to be white, blue-eyed, blonde, what is known as babe and under 25, because the camera photographs you heavier than you actually are. Girls will need to be as anorexic as possible. The more you look like Barbie, the better. Don't worry about any physical imperfections, as these can be fixed. Be prepared to have your teeth straightened, nose bobbed, jaw wired, boobs siliconed, waist scalpeled, and any individuality you might have possessed. Plastic surgeoned out altogether. The object is not to look different, but to look the same as the other boys and dolls who inhabit our world. Should you not fit the physical criteria above, viz you are bald, fat, and plain, don't worry. You still have part, a part to play. However, it will not be the main actress or actor in a life's drama. This does not necessarily mean that you cannot make it. Barbara Streisand, surely one of the world's most oldest looking women, but she could sing. The fantasy of the ugly duckling who becomes the swan is for the most part of us a drama that is ironically only pervaded by a society obsessed in fact with beauty. Once an ugly duckling, always an ugly duckling. So be, so best to resign yourself to being the friend of the star or the comic relief or mother of the star. If you are a person of color, you need not apply unless you're tall, black, and stupid enough to think you matter. Otherwise, forget it. Remember your pride and let those white folks go ahead and pick a white actor to play the villain. You may need to have to sleep with the director or producer or the associate producer or the casting director no matter how foul breathed or cocaine smashed he or they might be don't bother with the script writer as he has no power as far as casting is concerned if you're a young girl try to remember it's all over in five minutes and after all what are five minutes if you are guaranteed stardom if you're a boy, grit your teeth and just remember that some of life's great stars first played starring roles with their jeans around their ankles. Whoever you are, four pieces of advice. Try not to chew gum. Do not, under any circumstance, make reference to his toupee. Make him believe his is the biggest you've ever seen and don't forget to have that bastard sign your contract before you let him in. If you are a person of color... The above route also applies if you are really desperate to get the job as a made Mexican bandit, the girl who gets shot so that the white hero can go back to marry the white woman in the last reel. 
should you have been stupid enough to be saddled with your childhood sweetheart or have married them or have had a teenage pregnancy don't worry that's your pub that's what your publicity agent is for your agent will evaluate all the dumb things you thought you got into the things you did before business and either fix it love doesn't go with business so out goes the teenage sweetheart or put a positive spin on it your teenage spouse couldn't take your new career so you both agreed that for their sake and yours you both have to part having been pregnant is okay but as long as it was illegitimate this helps give you a reputation however under no circumstance will you be allowed to be photographed with your child as this will only detract from your image and reveal that you are older than you look. None of the above applies if you are a person of color. When you report for work, do not expect a set which at all resembles reality. Life is a movie, for God's sake. Didn't your mama tell you? But don't worry. At every script meeting before you are shot on film and by the camera... Your friendly Coke supplier will be on hand to give you that fix that will get you through the day. When you walk onto the stage and the set, the lights are blazing. Don't come. Uh, that are blazing, don't come from the sun. Get used to the light as it is. It's the only kind you'll see for the rest of your life. Everything around you will be artificial. The mountains, the rivers, the houses are all fake. Most of the time, they're only frontage. None of the doorways or roads lead to anywhere. There's nothing behind the facades that you work in. The costumes you wear will have all been worn by others who have appeared in similar life stories. Sometimes when you put them on, you can catch a whiff of the scent of the person that has worn the costume before you. None of the jewelry is real. Sometimes your script might lead you to believe that you will be going to Italy or filming in Tibet. Most of the time, however, all the filming will take place at the back lot of the Hollywood USA. Don't look too closely at anything around you. It will not be what you think it is, but rather a phantom construct. Something without any substance. At other times, you will find yourself acting in front of a blue screen, delivering dialogue in a setting that isn't really there to people who are not able to be on set on the day. They do incredible things with computer computer special effects these days. The most amazing simulacrums have been developed, and you will be surprised when you see the rushes to see yourself delivering your dialogue to Madonna or Cher or any other ghosts who are appealing, appearing in your film. Nothing is real. Nobody is real. Madonna and Cher don't, in fact, exist. Do not expect any intelligence in the script. Above all, do not question the script or the way the director wants you to deliver your lines. The director is God and he knows better than you do. So, than you do, how you should portray your life. His idea of great dialogue is for you to say, wow, or great, or oh, wow, for maximum emotional effect. Be prepared to spout the most inane, stupid, incredibly unbelievable load of shit you have ever read. If you are a person of color, you are lucky. You are not given lines such as, but rather you will consist of reaction shots, grunts, and body poses 
Thus, if you are dumb, no problem. You will not need to know how to act. There are basically only four facial expressions to master. First is the I love you expression. For this, you widen your eyes, let your lips go slack, run your fingers through your hair, and look yearningly at the camera. The second is the I hate you expression. In this one, you widen your eyes even wider, let your lips go slack, run your fingers through your hair. You must have lots of hair if you want to be successful in life. And look yearningly at the camera so that everybody knows that you want to escape the jerk playing opposite you. The third expression is the I'm in danger expression. This is the same expression as I love you. The fourth expression is the now we can go home expression, which you save for the end of the picture. In this one, you really have the opportunity to emote. The best way to obtain this expression is to think of yourself as Lassie waiting to be given a bone. You widen your eyes, let your lips go slack, run your fingers through your hair if you have any left, and look yearningly at the camera. Why they ever need humans, I'll never know. Computer images do the job just as well these days. Have you thought of other positions in the industry? For those prepared to kill themselves, there's always stunt work. For the, those interested in design, all stars, all stars need somebody to make them look good. If you're a kind of musician who doesn't mind composing with Novocaine, the industry is made for you. Be prepared for nude scenes. For those with a perfect set of boobs or the perfect white penis, but with unfortunate looks in every other department, you will be able to find work as a body part. If you are a person of color, take note that while equally, equality was achieved years ago, very few directors will actually allow you to be seen in bed with a white partner. You have three choices of scenario. The first is a romantic drama, which may be in costume or contemporary dress if X-rated. No costume or dress at all. The main characters will get the best lines in the costumes. The rest of you will be color-coded according to the designer's idea of what will best accessorize the main actors. Nobody needs to worry about acting. All the men need to do is to strike heroic poses. The women only need to have their heave their bosoms and scream while waiting for the hero to rescue you. If you are appearing in an X-rated movie, you have no lines at all. If you are a person of color, you die. The second is the action drama, which may be period western, thriller, horror, or kung fu. The drama action is a lot of fun. Again, you don't need to know anything about acting. The gadgets and special effects take this role over. All the men need to know is how to jump through windows, escape blazing airplanes, stop the bomb from going off, and fight the villain. The women only need to heave their bosoms scream for help and in the horror movie it's pretty inevitable that you will be the victim in the gory slash sequences there's nothing better than to see a young girl being cut up by the killer if you are a person of color and if you're not will smith you are the villain and you die the third is a fantasy drama including animation the new word for cartoon or space opera in this one, the main actor must look like Harrison Ford or handsomer. Action, American president, then Clinton, because 
as we all know, the space operas are really about America saving the planet from an evil intergalactic force. Be prepared and make lofty statements, delivering deadpan to soaring music as you face almost insurmountable odds. The women need only to heave their bosoms if they are playing a wicked part, or act the virgin if they are playing the princess part. Interestingly, person of color like Hawathia or Jafar or Moses has actually become a hero, but only if they appear in a cartoon. Failing that, they is cast to type as an animal like the Lion King or whatever happened, or as what happened to Whoopi Goldberg, a hyena. However, in a live action drama, we're back to basics. This type of drama is best avoided if you want to live a long life. They are usually written into very bad formula, which you have a few words of dialogue and a chase scene, which ends with an explosion. After this comes another few words of dialogue and a chase scene and then a greater explosion. Third time around, there are more words of dialogue, another chase scene and an even greater explosion than before. An incredible number of cars are disposed in such movies and so are a lot of people that just happen to be flying on the plane that gets hijacked or the train that goes off the rails or the ship that sinks. Still, it's fun for the spectators. If you are a person of color, you are the sidekick in the detective thriller, the second in lead in the space opera. You don't get the princess. You live long enough to congratulate the hero for saving the world, and then you die. If you are lucky enough for the, your first picture will be a hit. Should this occur, you must let your publicity agent run your career. He or she will tell you what to do where to go, what kind of image you are supposed to present to the adoring public. The problem will be that this image will stay with you for life. Only a few manage to escape the typecasting, but not everyone is Meryl Streep or Dustin Hoffman. The rest will remain trapped either as eternal blonde-headed virgin or worse for a faucet, still a bimbo at 50 with all that hair. Or as an eternal golden boy like Robert Redford. Brad Pitt, beware. You will be asked to pose for front covers where every blemish of face or body has been drastically removed and you become somebody you do not recognize. Saying things you never recognize is coming out of your sweet little mouth. This is when you can start reading about yourself, the fun you're having with people you've never met, and all the affairs you've started with people you don't know. If at all possible, a Avoid believing the stories about yourself. Do what others do. Begin wearing dark glasses and try to avoid the photographers in your public. Otherwise, they will ask questions about a life you're not leaving, which you won't be able to answer. Not only that, but do you really want to be associated with the crap you were supposed to have said? By this stage, you may well be advised to get married. Preferably to your leading man or woman or to the other director... This is called life imitating the movie, and your public will love the idea that two people who met while filming, say Titanic, may have been drowned on the screen, but found true love while doing it. Marrying your director is second best, but okay. Such marriages only confirm anyway that you got the part not because of your talent, but because the director fell in lust with you in your picture in a magazine and wanted to play seven Gabby with you. 
The golden rule is to accept a director's proposal. If you don't, he can spread the word around that you are difficult. And honey, if that happens, you will not get another job in this town. After a few years, you can ditch that bastard anyway with a quickie divorce in Las Vegas and do him for as much alimony as you can get. Marriage will also help your career at this stage because it will prove that you are not gay, lesbian, or rather a regular gay or sorry, a regular guy or gal. While life says it's okay to be sexually ambivalent, best not to come out. Nobody wants to see it. And I'm not, I'm reading out of a book. I can't say that word because that's really far against my discretion. Um, it's not Pammy's fault when the audience starts to snicker. They all know, but the guy who's kissing her would rather be kissing her hunky gardener. Persons of color don't need a publicity agent. Everybody knows they are dumb. Nor will they appear on a front cover unless it's Ebony Magazine. Kissing Pamela Anderson, get real. If you should still have aspirations to be the main character, the main actor in any of the above, but having been relegated to the sidelines, never fear. Television may be just the right place for you. Especially as a news presenter, where, because you're always photographed in front of, you need no torso, torso or profile. If there's no room in TV land, tough. Life wasn't meant to be easy. Five years later, you'll be 30 in a mid-career. If you're lucky, you will still be on the big screen. If not, you'll just be on the series like The Young and the Brainless, or by now, have faded into the back row of the extras, or else become the adoring public at the Chinese, at, sorry, at the, the, the adorning public at premieres at the Man Chinese Theater. You will now be onto your second marriage, and there are another two or three to go, and your body will still okay, maybe looking for worse for wear. Little things may need to be fixed or adjusted, so if you are still a star, be prepared for a mid-career nip and tuck. Some men that I have, some men that I know have their lives so tied up with their ego that they go further and further and have penile implants or extensions. The problem is that plastic surgery, however, goes only so far. Surgeons can fix a face, from, but from the neck down, the prognosis isn't so good. However, full body transplants are just around the corner and very soon you'll be able to get your head attached to some fresh new body recently harvested out of Eastern Europe. When the technology is available, have no remorse about receiving your new body. You'll probably make better use of it than its previous owner anyways. Be prepared for your first visit wearing dark glasses so that the news photographers won't know it's you. To the Betty Ford Clinic for a Drug or Alcohol Addiction. Don't let this get you down. After all, better people than you have trodden the same path. And Elizabeth Taylor met a garage mechanic at Betty's. To help your flagging career, widen your interests. So that the people realize that you have the world's future at heart. Support a charity. AIDS work has already gone and so has raising money to save starving children of Africa. Make sure that whatever you choose is empathetic. Sometimes it's just like save the rabbits of the world and we'll do just fine. By the time you're 40, you will become a veteran in your world. You will start playing older parts. 
you also will be watching younger men and women of little talent taking your place. Although you might want to try position their drinks at the next cocktail party to try and desist. They will get everything they deserve. Some very few actually manage to survive life with some distinction. Listen to the tale of the ravishing red-headed actress Rhonda Fleming. She played the typical American dream. She was born in Hollywood, made some good films and bad films, married four times, and in her last marriage achieved apotheosis as the wife of Ten Man, owner of the Chinese, the Man Chinese Theater on Sunset Boulevard. Not everyone can marry a movie house owner, however. For most of you, remember that after you turn 50, and I'm being charitable here, you are not supposed to exist. The best idea, therefore, is to kill yourself in a car accident like James Dean or take sleeping pills like Marilyn Monroe. It worked for them, after all. They are better known in death than they were in life. But if you're a coward and still around, clear the set, will ya? And if you're a person of color, don't worry. Nobody notices the cleaner. So that one was really interesting because, first of all, it talks about things such as racism and homophobia. And, um, yeah. Wow. Wit, 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 sorry. Witty Amahara. You got it. Bang on the nail there. Anyway, that's all for me. I hope that you have a happy, happy Valentine's Day with your, like, hand or your significant other or the spouse that just won't stop giving. Until next time.